And when we can bring awareness to them, when we can bring consciousness to it, when we can uh, totally understand that what's happening outside of ourself is a reflection of what's happening inside of ourself, we then have the opportunity to change. You are listening to The Ultimate Biohack for Women, a movement of women who know what they want and go get it. You know the answers lie within. Reach in and grab hold. This is a movement, a movement of women who tune in and turn themselves on. Now you're biohacking the woman's way, integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman. Tap your magic, conjure your yes, upgrade, elevate, maximize your potential. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and this is a movement, a movement that is sure to hack your soul. Hello, you emotional, chaotic, ravishing beauties. Yes, you know it's true. Welcome back. Welcome back from Turkey Day, or shall I say, sugar, gluten, dairy, and crazy day. Hmm? (laughs) I am absolutely sure that if you're listening to this as it's being broadcast, that you are still in recovery from Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, I actually was inspired to bring this to you today because of every single patient that I saw yesterday. I I can't, it was really amazing to me to see the turmoil and emotionality and the chaos of the feminine yesterday. And 99.9% of the people who came into my office were telling me the same exact story. Oh my gosh, I feel so emotional. I don't even know why. And they're like literally crying on my table before we even get started or crying in the video camera when I'm working with people long distance before we even get started. And they're, it's like across the board, across the country. Okay. So you're not the only one. And there are likely a few key reasons why you're feeling this way. So obviously diet's going to be one of them, okay? So um, the very first question I asked every single woman was, how's your diet? And every single one of them said, well, it's Thanksgiving. So they've been eating, and this is what is, uh, this was at the time of this conversation was a Monday. So they've been eating Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, for sure, for sure. And um, and uh, clearly food affects our mindset, but there's so much more to it. Okay. There's so much more to it. There's, um, you know, for me personally around the food, I, I literally like yesterday, no, I'm sorry. Day before yesterday, I was like, okay. And this was Sunday. I was like, okay, I'm putting my foot down. This is it. And I, I honestly wasn't eating really crazy. I mean, I, I feel very blessed that I have up leveled my, my friends and we had a friends giving which makes it a lot easier, right? Because uh, your friends <laughs> that you hang out with probably act like you do in some ways and uh, you appreciate how they show up. So um, I was really appreciative of the people who showed up to our, our, thanks, our Thanksgiving, our Friendsgiving. It was really, really awesome. And um, there was a lot of consciousness around food. And, and when, there, when the, the food actually included like gluten and dairy and butter and all the stuff, right? Uh, it, was, it was just like the most heartfelt love came through that food. So I was compelled to eat it and I did, but I didn't let that go on 
and on and on. Okay. I actually literally took all my food on Saturday and like the sugary foods and the gluten foods and all that stuff and took it to other people who I know eat those kinds of foods and would appreciate it. So, um, I, I got to share that with other people and I felt really great about that. And so, um, so, but I just still decided on, on Monday, I was like, okay, I'm doing a cleanse day. I need to like get myself back to myself because I could feel I was teetering a little bit. And so essentially I drank three green smoothies yesterday with of power shakes. I took my super amino 23 three times a day. I mean, this is, and then I ate an apple, I ate green beans, I ate lentils, uh, and I think that was it. Like, oh, and a grapefruit. That was my full diet yesterday. And I feel, I felt great. Right. But I was like in this place where I like, okay, I'm putting my foot down because for me, as you know, if you've been following me at all, uh, food is, is an addict. I have an addi- very addictive personality to, to many things, to, to life itself <laughs> and food is a big player in that. So I have to like be very mindful around this stuff. And um, if I just kept going down that path, I would find myself in that crazy, chaotic emotionality place as well. So um, the funny thing is I... I did so great all day, and then I went to uh, chant with my Buddhist chanting group uh, last night, and lo and behold, again, they had food, and they don't normally have food. I think I've mentioned that before, Like, but the food was not just food. It was apple cider, uh, brownie bites, chocolate chip cookies, a homemade chocolate peanut butter cheesecake, like all these things that I was just like, oh, my gosh. And truthfully, if I had not like put my foot down for myself yesterday, I would have eaten it. I would have just gone for it. And uh, I would have enjoyed it for that moment, but I would have found myself feeling shitty today. So I'm so glad that I made that commitment to myself and I honored myself by doing that. And so that's the, that's the other thing, you know, is, is really taking, taking, like concertive action to honor yourself. Like this really at this time more than anything, like you have to do that because as women, we tend to give, give, give. And at the holidays, it even becomes more, you know, there's this, um, there's this woman that I know and she, uh, bakes like 1200 cookies every Christmas season, 1200 cookies. Okay. And she loves doing it. Like it's, it's how she shows her love. Right. And at the same time, she complains about it and complains about it and complains about it. Oh, I got to bake all these cookies. Like, you know, it's, it's as if there's some sort of martyrdom happening behind the baking of the cookies so that you can be proved that you love all these people. And so you can get love back. Right. And, and I don't know, I, I, I think it's really important if we want to uh, up-level our vibration and uh, enhance our personal development that we look at these things and see where are we giving ourselves away? Where are we doing things that are out of alignment or incongruent with who and how we want to show up in the world, okay? I am absolutely sure uh, if I had this conversation with this lady, if she was open to that, um, she wouldn't want that martyrdom to be a part of her experience, Um you know, that's obviously not up on the table, but I think it's important to be able to really consider that. How are we showing up as martyrs in our own life, right? How are we giving ourselves away so that we can prove that we're loved? How are we needing to continue to prove ourselves over and over and over again so that we're seen, so that we're heard, so that we're loved? Like these are the, the, the absolutely across the board with every patient. These were the things that um, were on the table. Like I just feel like I have to 
to prove myself. I feel like I have to work really hard. I feel like I, I'm not seen. I feel like I'm not heard. Uh, I feel like I have this uh, 10-year-old beautiful girl. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's got autoimmune thyroid issue and uh, at 10 years old. Well, yesterday when I was working with her, I was seeing that it wasn't necessarily her thyroid that's the problem. It's her her, the energetics that precede that, the energetics of the throat chakra that hold the blueprint for the thyroid function. And so we worked diligently on clearing that out and came to understand that uh, the the energetics behind the throat chakra for her that were holding her back and holding back her ability to heal were were surrounded with her inability to be heard. I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you say things and people shut you down, right? So maybe this was a really big impactful thing for her and still is. So uh, we cleared all that out. We got her all back to um, her field, uh, uh, enhanced and empowered, and it's going to be a fun journey with her. But th- those are the kinds of things that show up for us. Like that's obviously a thread through her, probably her entire life, and 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 at this time of the season when we we mommy mommy I want this I want that you know these things show up and it's even more. And as we grow up into adulthood, we begin to um, you know still those threads of not being heard, not being seen, not being loved or not being worthy of love or any of those things um, still thread through our lives. And then we replay them over and over. We project them out into our world to prove to ourselves so that it can come back and show us that our beliefs are true until we choose it differently. I mean, there's a really awesome process of training my cat. I don't know if I've told you about this, <laughs> but um, she is a really bossy little thing and she loses her mind if we don't do as she says, if we don't feed her on time, if we don't pet her. Like she's just really, she's a cat. And what I've learned is that I've trained her to be this way. So what's happening is I'm having to retrain myself to show up differently in relationship to her, to hear her differently, to show her how we relate, like to change how we relate after 10 years. Okay, so this is a, it's an interesting process and it's taking a lot. Well, um, this wonderful woman who is, uh, I could call her my coach, my friend, my neighbor, uh, who's helping me with this. She's a, she's an animal trainer. She's mostly a dog trainer, but she's helping with my cat, obviously. Um, she was telling, I was telling her yesterday how it's getting so much better. Like my cat's codependency is reducing. Uh, she's not bossing me into eating her in the, uh, feeding her in the mornings. <laughs> she's <laughs> Obviously I'm not eating her. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but she still has this thing where she's still like, get up, get up, you know, come in here, do this. And, and, and I, you know, have found that my initial instinct always is as soon as she cries, is to pick her up or to feed her, like as soon as she cries. So what, what great training for the last 10 years, right? I've shown her how to be like this. And in order for it to change, I have to change. And so Melissa, my mentor, coach, and friend, uh, she says to me, so I would, I would invite you to look at what is it within yourself that causes you to project that kind of relationship onto your cat? What, what is it within myself that causes me 
to create codependency within my cat. Because I have all these little storylines that show up that, oh, I'm not being a good mother when I'm ignoring her. Um, She's hungry and I'm denying her and that's rude. Um, She's not feeling loved because she's crying and I'm not doing it. I'm ignoring her. Like all these storylines, right? Uh, And so when I reflect that back to myself, where is it within myself that I'm not feeling loved? Where is it within myself that I need to be held? Where is it within myself that um, feels unworthy or um, that I'm not a good kid because my parent doesn't love me, right? And all of that stuff, all of those storylines I made up when I was a kid for different reasons, and we all have them. We all have them. And when we can bring awareness to them, when we can bring consciousness to it, when we can totally understand that what's happening outside of ourselves is a reflection of what's happening inside of ourselves, we then have the opportunity to change. And when we change it on the inside, when we change it on a subconscious level, when we change it in the energetics of our own being, when we change it consciously through our actions, then the world outside of us changes. It, it's just the way it works. So coming back to honoring yourself, it's, it's really about looking at what's keeping you in these patterns. Like in, in the holidays, it's, there's the, the, the common thread is, well, this is what we do at Thanksgiving. This is what we do at the holidays. I go crazy at the holidays. I eat these foods at the holidays. I don't do it any other time, so why not now? I relate to my family in this particular way because it's the holidays, Right? Um, and, and if I don't, they're not going to love me or I'm not going to be loved or I'm not going to be seen or I'm not going to be hurt. Like it all comes back to that. Right. And so when you can bring your awareness to that place and you can start to see how your thoughts, feelings, and actions are causing you to show up and causing your environment to show, reflect back to you exactly what it is that you're projecting, then you can begin to change it. And one of the things that we can do to change it is begin saying no know more often. It's a hard one, honey. I know because I, I'm a doer and I love being surrounded by my friends. I love being surrounded by my family. I love making all my Christmas gifts. I love making a cake. For, like my, the cake I made for Thanksgiving was literally, it took me a week because I made my own uh, powdered sugar from coconut sugar. I made my own condensed milk from coconut milk and coconut sugar. I like So I had all these steps and literally on the day of Thanksgiving, I could cooked all day, um, mostly on that cake. And I loved it. Like I loved every minute. It was so much fun. Right. And did I need to start at 430 in the morning and go till 10 o'clock at night? You know, where was it that I could have said no? Or are there other places where I can, I can say no, or you can say no. Right. So I'm really looking at that. I said no to, uh, not, I said no to eating, crappy food yesterday, right? So that was my no. I um, said no to getting up extra early and going to the gym this morning because I'm going to get my workout in a little bit later. Like there's space for that. So I could have pushed and done that and and I didn't, right? So I'm, I'm looking for all these little places where I can say no. Uh, I said no to traveling to see my family this year for the holidays, I went and spent four days with my mom in October, and that is going to be good. If she wants to come see me, she can. I just have to say no. 
more often. So, and when we say no to ourselves, that's, that's self-care. And what we have to realize is that in those moments, like we've created space, right? So by saying no to all these things, I've created space in my life and that space it's important to use that space for our own self-care. So I'm taking more saunas. I'm inverting. I'm doing light therapy. I'm taking more baths. I'm taking more time for myself. Now, I obviously, I can do a lot better than I'm doing, but you know, every little bit counts. And what we need to remember is that hanging out on Facebook and Instagram is not self-care. Sometimes hanging out on Netflix is, but most of the time it's not. It's checking out, and checking out does not necessarily equate to self-care. All right, this is a big one because it's so easy to get lost on Facebook or and that's, you know, that's an addiction as well. All right, those the flicker rate, the blue light, everything about uh, getting likes and following up and hearing back and all that stuff, it, it it triggers and triggers uh, your brain in certain ways that becomes addictive. And when we're just hanging out on Facebook or Instagram, and don't worry, I've had my fair share of that, uh, it is not self-care. So make a plan for yourself. How are you going to have more self-care? How are you going to show up for yourself with self-care? Is it going to be around food? Is it going to be around journaling, meditating, taking time out, taking a bath, taking a walk? sitting by a tree, watching a sunrise, feeling the wind on your face. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out thing, and it doesn't have to cost money, but it does have to happen if you want to have a reprieve from this chaotic emotionality that's happening in your life, okay? So diet, honoring self, and clearing out those subconscious patterns. So what I mean by that is uh, kind of what we were talking about earlier, you know, my little 10-year-old patient who has uh, thyroid autoimmunity, uh, she's got a subconscious pattern where she's not heard, right? That's a subconscious. She didn't realize that until I brought it to her attention. And so what is it that, that's within you in your energy field? Because your energy field holds the blueprint for your physical reality, where is it within you where you would like to shift? And you can ask yourself that question and something will arise. You can sit in meditation and ask, what is it within me that I'd like to shift? What is it within myself that is holding me back? What is it? And then be with that question for a minute, right? And let yourself be with it. So I personally get a lot out of journaling. I know a lot of people don't like to journal, but if you sit with, if you're going to sit with a question like that, I highly encourage you to journal because certain things are going to come up. And if you just let yourself free flow, free flow, right, you're going to find that there's things that arise that you wouldn't have thought of without writing it down. If you're just driving your car, asking yourself this question, great on you. And I'd still say, get a journal out and ask yourself this question. I would tell you to ask yourself this question for the next three days, a week or two weeks, maybe even longer. Like there's things that I've worked on like that. And I'm, I keep asking myself the same question over and over and over and over again, because I want to draw out the subconscious limiting beliefs that are holding me back the patterns that I've been putting, putting out into the world uh, in my actions that don't allow me, don't equate to what I want to create. 
And um, it's, you know, if we're going to evolve, if we're going to have enhancement of ourself, these are the kinds of things that I think we have to do, okay? So um, honoring yourself, changing your diet, and changing the subconscious patterns. Now, if you have trouble with this kind of stuff, this is the work that I do. This is what I do with my people. This is what I do with people all across the country. We can meet via Zoom. We can meet in person. It doesn't really matter. As a matter of fact, I'm really excited, actually. I'm just so excited because it just it just kind of arose. I, I have a web page out there, too, now. I'll, I'll actually link to it. But there's a, um, a new program that I put together. It's a group coaching program for women, and it's called Own Your Glow. So, um, yeah, I'll give you more information about that as we go. It's going to be starting in mid January. Um, but if you want to join in and clear out some of those conscious, uh, subconscious beliefs and get a hold of yourself in the new year, this will be the perfect time to do that and the perfect program for you, I am sure. So, um, yeah. So the reason why it's uh, really important to really be just like tapping into these things for yourself, and I'm just going to give you this because I'm sure uh, we all have like this desire to feel better. And know that honoring ourselves and changing our diet and clearing out subconscious patterns from the energetics and the nervous system are important. But I think it's I think it's vital to really get clear on your why, because it's it, you've got so much greatness in you. You've got something so magnificent within you, and you know it's there. Like you know, there's this glimmer of something so sparkly and beautiful. And you may have this little tiny voice that's trying to tell you different, that's like shutting you down and putting you down and telling you you're not worthy or you shouldn't, um, or that's too egotistical or whatever storyline is there. And you know it's a lie. You know that little story, that little voice is lying to you and holding you back. And you know this is true because every single woman, every single woman sees beauty everywhere. Every single woman sees beauty in the baby. Every single woman sees beauty in the puppy. Uh, every single woman sees beauty in the 82-year-old woman who's in a wheelchair doing her best. Like there's beauty in that. And we've all seen it. We've all been like... Wow. Wow. I mean, there's just beauty everywhere, and we all see it. There's beauty in the trees. There's beauty in the sunrise. Even when the trees don't have leaves, there's beauty in a barren tree. There's beauty in the barren rock. I live in the high desert, and I never I came from tropical, and I didn't think I would ever live in desert anywhere. And I, it's so gorgeous. Like I find so much beauty here, even in the in the barrenness of it. Right? There's beauty in the the harshness of the wind, and there's beauty in the fire that's warming my back right now. Right? There's beauty everywhere. And so, can you turn your eye? around. Can you see the beauty and magnificence in the color of your eyes, in the shape of your shoulders, in the softness of your skin? Can you feel the beauty in the way your silky pajamas feel as they caress your body? Can you see in the beauty in your bipolar emotionality and in your strength to persevere. You are so loved. You are so beautiful. You are so magnificent. You deserve to treat yourself well. 
and you owe it to yourself to do nothing less. I love you all. I will look forward to our next conversation, and uh, I can't wait to hear how you're um, how you're honoring yourself. I'd love for you to share that with me if you want to like shoot me a little note or uh, make a little uh, review or you know rate our show um, if you're loving it. And if it's making a difference for you, please tell me how it is so I know that my words are not lost. All right. Love you all. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Biohack for Women. If you'd like to dive deeper with our tribe, join us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to help grow our tribe, share this episode with your friends. Let's bring this light to our community so that other women can know their true power and we can create a tribe together worth being in. This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor, and the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.